0: Following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Oh, uh, yes, it is
2: Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live.
3: Wait, 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 wait. You can't do that yet.
2: Why? <laughs> this is appropriate. Of course
4: it is. I love yes.
3: this.
2: Yes. I like this.
3: It's your birthday! Oh, now he's gonna sing karaoke. Dance. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me
2: started. And in, in the wrong key. We're not, we're not in the. We're not in the bar. We can't sing karaoke now. Well, <laughs> Thank you, Robin. All right. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I can't keep it a secret. You know, it, it, there's a lot of things going on here. Yes, it is my birthday today, as well as it is our anniversary. Being mm-hmm. on Star Worldwide Networks Woo-hoo! six That's years a- strong. Yes, yeah! thank you, Dave Pratt. That's it. All right. Yes, we moved over here from the uh, terrestrial uh, airways to uh, the clears airways not so clear. of their not so, radio,
5: not so clear sounding radios. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> and as we say, we've been we've been setting the digital. Uh, lines on fire for six years going strong right. and not going away anytime soon. Well, so, I
3: hope not. Cause mm. I have too much fun with you guys. I know. <laughs>
2: I know. It's amazing. Well, you know, it is our, it is our first show of the month of March and we're getting closer and closer to a lot of different things. March, March has a lot of things happening in the month. Obviously, um, living in this, in the Scottsdale area, uh, the, uh, baseball, you know, Preseason is just going crazy. Spring training, Spring is, training upon us. is upon us. There, I was out yesterday with some friends over here in Old Town, and it was just like any place that had outdoor seating. I mean, it's you know, thank thank God we live where we are at because this is the weather that we love. It was gorgeous. Out. It was like seventy degrees. People sit We were sitting outside having lunch. It was it was just a balmy day, as they say. So it's real some really nice things, and also you know. I found, and obviously I grew up back east in New York and lived in the tundra uh, city of Chicago for a while (laughs) in Boston. And, you know, when the weather is good, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely, you know, a mood changer. You know, when you're in this kind of weather, it's like, oh, well, it's really nice. Let's do something. Let's go out. Let's do something. And they get started on their homes quicker. If they want to do something in their home, they get started quicker, you know? Mm. So what are
3: you going to do for your birthday?
2: Well, we're going to go out and visit the, um, the, uh, the greens of the Orange Tree Resort Ooh. and re- to do a round of 18 holes.
3: You're actually going to do a full 18? Hell yeah. Why All wouldn't right. I? Why Very wouldn't cool. I? I, never, yeah. I
2: never do nine. Not unless the course is too close and I do nine and the other people are just like falling down behind me because they can't keep up. But well, they need to rehydrate at the moment. <laughs> oh, mental. they re- need to rehydrate. No, <laughs> seriously, I always do 18. You know, 18.
3: Very cool. Yeah. So, so no night plans after that?
2: Well, it's open for discussion. Okay. You know, open for discussion.
3: Maybe a birthday cake.
2: Well, yeah, maybe. You Another
3: know. one after Dan brought you all those wonderful cupcakes. We'll see. This yeah,
2: he's yeah he's got enough cupcakes here. We're gonna leave some here because we got to feed the station.
3: <sighs> Which usually means Robin has to just sit there and look at them for the rest of the day. <laughs> t- I can't do that, man. This job is making me pack on some pounds. Yeah, God, just, don't mean just that.
2: don't, just, just say. You know, it's just, just pretend no. they're not, just say no, just pretend, put them behind a sneeze guard. I'll stick them in my, and then my you, boss's and they, office. There you go. Give me the Ed,
1: <laughs> Yeah, it'll Ed, take
2: them. It'll take them. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, we've got a great show planned for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, one of the things as, you know, we love to share some of the things that you've heard me speak about, you know, recently about the the new DeBell Dominion, which is getting closer and closer. And I can't believe time is flying by. But you know, one of the things that you think about when you're going to be moving into a new home, obviously, are designs and the trends and things that you like, and that's what that's what it's all about. Because it's a lot of times it, it's not exactly, you know, you don't want to leave the house the way it is when you go and buy a, buy a new home because it's just it's not you.
5: You want something new and fresh.
2: You know, like and we say and like we say, like we say on our J.C. Penney commercial. We talk about we'll make this, you know, uh, you know, make this whole place you. And that's exactly what we want to be able to do because, you know, we're going to be able to be moving in this month, thank God, hopefully. I got my <laughs> fingers crossed. And um, we're going to be, uh, you know, obviously getting everything reorganized and putting things back together. And then obviously thinking about what you have and what you want to do. Because a lot of times, you know, you know, like when you, like, going into a candy store, like we say, you know, kids go into a candy store, their eyes are bigger than their mouth, than their mouth or, or their, their stomach. Tummy, yeah. Yeah, so they'll be able to do that. But a lot of times when people buy new homes, they have these big grandiose ideas and they just like, oh my God, oh my God, I want to do this, I want to do that. But then all of a sudden, you know, then reality hits. And it's, oh my God, well, how much is this going to cost?
3: Budget, budget, budget.
2: Budget, budget, budget. Now, these are things that, you know, but like I said, if you're going to do something I mean, I don't. don't get me wrong, I don't say that I'm going to go in and just change everything right away because, you know, when you take the stuff that you've had for a long period of time, furniture, artwork, whatever, and you put it in a new home, you got to kind of, like, settle into the house first before give you start it, I've, making I've, I've always changes. said give it six
5: months and then, then flip it, you know?
2: Well, no, not so much flip it, but, you know, to, like, Do design changes and see what you like because obviously since the last time you've had it up, your tastes have changed, things that are available have changed, you know, and then these things, you know, and where do they go and make the, the first order of business to make sure when you move into a home, make sure that the house functions for you to make sure everything is right where it needs to be. And a lot of times, you know, some of those things besides furniture positioning within the the home, with the existing furniture you have, a big thing is, well, where do the flat screens go? (laughs) You know, because that's important. Now, nobody used to worry about, you you used to have to worry about putting a a piece of furniture because you had to put the TV on top of the furniture or going way back into the Paleolithic era when the TVs used to sit on the ground in a cabinet. But now it's all flat screens and you can put flat screens in different areas because it's convenient Or mount them on walls and stuff. Well, yeah, that's where the flat screen's going to go. Yeah, put them on a wall. Don't put them on a a dresser. So those are things that you've got to be able to do. And all that stuff takes time.
3: Well, you know, my biggest problem when I moved? Sectionals. What? Oh, yeah. Sectional sofas. See,
2: I have a sectional sofa. That's one of the things. Because looking for a new home, obviously looking for a new home that I remember, and it only seems like, uh, right now, it seems like a faint memory, but it wasn't really that long ago. Going through, looking at homes, and all of a sudden, when you really get interested in a home, that's when your brain starts working, like, say, when it remembers what your furniture looked like. Mm-hmm. And, okay, how does this piece fit here? How does this piece fit here? And, yes, sectionals are something to consider, especially with if they're not completely – like if they're an L, that's one thing. But, like, mine is like an L – but it also has, instead of on one, the other end, it's got a chase. So mm-hmm. therefore, it's almost like a U. So you've got to figure out, well, how is this going to fit? Where are you going to put it? You look at the sofa and say, where will U fit? Yeah, because the chase <laughs> has got to go. I mean, it, the chase has got to go on one specific side. You can't change it. But how is that going to fit into the room? And that's, that has a, a lot to do with when you go through and you're buying, you want to put an offer on a house. You know, How is all this furniture going to fit? You know, I mean, at least it was for me. You know, a lot of people, I'm sure, go in and buy homes. Oh, this house looks great. Don't worry about it. They buy it. And then they, okay. Then they worry about, okay, how are we going to put all this furniture in here? Because a lot of times, you know, in today's uh, era, so to speak, you've got two people that have come together and they've got two sets of furniture. Okay. Well, what do I take? What do I keep? You know, what do I, what do I put on offer up or put in the garage sale? You know, I mean, those are things that you've got to. You've got to work out, but everybody is different. For me, I wanted to make sure that the house that I was going to put an offer in on was actually the one that I really wanted, that everything would work or would work with minimal amount of changes, and that's what we have accomplished.
3: And You didn't have to fight with someone else about their furniture either. Well,
2: yeah, you know, <laughs> and then obviously, then you get into talking about the outside. Okay, the outside, well, what are you going to do in the backyard? Well, you know, and like I said, everything in your people come into your life for different reasons at different times and sometimes at the right moment. Okay. The gentleman I had a a client I had to go see this morning on some, some things that he wanted done in his house. Well, he was a golf instructor. What does he got in his backyard? The same thing I want to put in my backyard. A putting green. Yeah. Artificial artificial putting Mm -hmm. green. And he says, I have a guy that does that. He put it in for me. I'm like, Oh, well, there you go. So, you know, everything you don't have to go. Sometimes you don't have to go look miles and miles and miles and hours of research when you could find somebody that has done the job and it looks great and you could see the work that they do. So it's like, you know, though I tell you, mine wouldn't, I wouldn't want mine as flat. I want some contour because I want to be able to go out and have some challenges. And have some challenges yeah. You know, obviously.
3: Well, that's easily done.
2: You know, so you'd be able to do that. So, yeah, that's, 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 see, now that's on my drawing board for a little bit later, a little bit later. But, you know, some of the other trends that we're going to get into after we, um, after we take a break are just a lot of different things that can be done inside that your home that people are doing now that, not saying that you particularly should be able to do it, but things to consider when you're going and taking a look at it, because a lot of people spend money looking and and trying to find, well, what's going to work for me? And yes, there's nothing wrong with hiring an interior designer. I think they are very, very valuable. When you turn around and you want to have somebody have a a, a third set of eyes or a second set of eyes to take a look at what you're doing and hear and bounce ideas off of, which I think are very good, before you make a decision and you spend money. And I think that's...
5: Because if you just spend money on all sorts of pieces for your house... (coughs) A lot of times they won't coordinate exactly. and it won't make any difference how much you did, did or didn't spend. They just don't work together.
2: That's exactly right. So you got to have to make sure that it works together. And then the other thing is to, first and foremost, you got to make sure that the interior designer that you use, obviously, is somebody that you know you, you you make a connection with because they see your vision. I mean, I know we were working on a project that the the big thing for this one particular client was she wanted to, redo a whole house remodel, but she was into feng shui. She wanted everything feng shui. This has to be this way, This, which is fine. We could do anything you want. But the interior designer had a lot of experience and was trained in that type of design. So there was an immediate connection there for us with the interior designer that we were working with, with my client. So it, it's all got to flow. Because I always say, when you go in and do somebody's work with somebody, you have to become... I want to be able to get inside their head so that I know exactly where they're coming from. It just makes communication better in, in the long run. And they feel more comfortable with the person that they've allowed into your house to do their remodel work. And like I always tell everybody, it's a privilege to be able to go into somebody's home and create their dream. And I'll always say that. And, I, and I've been blessed for 28 years, thank God, of Image Home Improvement that wouldn't be able to go do that and make people happy. I'm glad you say that.
3: I'm really glad you say that because, you know, running the landscape company with my ex-husband, he always had a complaint when he would come home and he would say, those people have no idea how to design their yard. I wish they would listen to my ideas. And I used to argue with him consistently, look, they're paying you to do this. Give them an idea but do not enforce your ideas on them because that's just not right. And he didn't understand that concept that you have to have that chemistry with your homeowners. And I love how you say that, Steve, because that makes you more genuine. That makes you more the person that anybody would want to come to when they're doing that redesigning stuff.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of these new 2019 home design trends. So I want everybody to hang tight. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. Our six-year anniversary on Star Worldwide Network. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at quality systems, air conditioning, and refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com.
4: JCPenney In-Home Custom Window Treatments.
1: For over 50 years, customers have turned to the decorating experts at JCPenney's for quality custom window treatments that complement their style, decor, and budget. From
4: energy-efficient shades and cordless shutters to blackout draperies, privacy blinds, and decorative hardware, our decorating consultants work with you one-on-one to bring your vision to light.
1: With over 9,000 unique patterns, colors, plus countless more textures and materials, we can transform any window into a functional and inspirational view that's like any other
4: beautiful custom windows in four simple steps schedule your appointment
0: we consult we design and then we install to schedule your in-home appointment today call 480-340-0659 that's 480-340-0659 and together we will create a view that is so you
5: Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom
1: S-O-S, please someone
4: help me. I'm Krista Garen from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks.
1: S-O-S, please
2: someone help me. Woo-hoo! All right, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Homer. <laughs> Homer. Oh. Homer's excited. You know, it, you know he, 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 wants, he wants one of those cupcakes, Robin.
3: Well, they're right there, Steve. I
2: know. I mean, you know. Homer would them all, though. Maybe, you know, what we'll do is, you know, we'll have to see if our friend in the field is out there, you know, see if he wants to come in because he's going to be out there working hard real soon because it's getting hot. It's getting warmish. Yeah, warmish, 70 degrees. I mean, it's perfect now, yeah. but, you know, when yeah. we get out there when we're talking about, oh, my God. 110. It's going to be, so, be tight. It's going to be hot. It's going to get hot real soon. That's one of the reasons we're going to be talking with our good friend Larry Thompson from Quality Systems real soon about making sure that your home gets checked for summer, which is actually we're going to have Larry come over right after we close on the house. He's got some work he needs to do. I am not going to be stuck home. in the
5: middle of a hot, no. hot, hot time with nothing no. on in the house. I come home no.
2: after the end of a long day you know, uh, doing radio and doing remodeling work and everything else. And I want to come home to a nice, cool home and not have to worry about, oh my God, is that 20 year old unit still going gonna, still gonna to be hanging in there for me? You no. How is it no, going to be making those screaming noises out there at the compressor? It's not going to be happening. Just, you know, like they say, yeah, screaming noises? Yeah, I can see it now.
3: I okay. can see the, the lady of the house going, yeah, I wonder if my 20 year old. Marriage could survive this, you know, the heat, the heat, baby, the heat.
2: Well, you know, the other thing too is you got to remember like some of those, some of those units, those older units, first of all, they they, they suck energy out like there's oh, no geez. tomorrow because they're not, they, 20 years ago, they weren't that energy efficient. Not to mention. You put it on a tilt. I <laughs> remember, yeah, I remember the one that was in my old house, the first house that I bought and I lived in Arizona. And those were okay, but, you know, where the positioning were, you know, the, the one at the new home is right outside in the back, off to the corner of the master bedroom. So the last thing I want is having this thing crank up in the middle of the night, and it sounds like, you know, like the cranes are coming. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, don't want to have it. I want a nice, quiet unit, like the ones I used to have at the compound. They yeah. were quiet. And they were in 2008, so that was only, you know, what, 11 years ago. That's right. And even then, 11 years ago, they were, well, there were two units there, so because it was a bigger house. Well, but they what, were still a lot quieter than the, the first one I mentioned.
5: Yeah, for the, for the new place, you've got this uh, tilt-a, tilt-a-compressor going on, and then you're lacking 30-inches clearance to one side so the thing can breathe.
2: Well, we're going to have our good friend Larry take care of those issues because those are things, again, these are the times that you want to take care of them before you come into your extreme weather situations where we're out here in extreme heat in the summer. Obviously, you know, people up north in the Midwest and even the Northwest who are experiencing all this bad cold weather, the best time for them to get ready for the winter is during the summer. So it's kind of a little bit different for us. But dealing with the heat is, um, we you know, pre-
5: We have to prep for the hot weather.
2: They prep for the cold weather. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's start a little bit, talk a, a little bit about some of these trends that we're talking about. You know, one of the things that we talked about years ago, I remember when we started doing um, bath, uh, kitchen and bathroom remodeling, the uh, especially the kitchen, that people were starting to actually think about not having your standard four-inch backsplash that you would have like when you would put a granite top in or a quartz top in, and they would run. They would just have the granite run straight over to the wall, and then we'd mount and do a tile backsplash, which is basically 18 inches from the bottom of the counter or from the bottom of the cabinet to the top of the counter. But then all of a sudden things started changing. Well, people would start doing... Like, for instance, if they had a vent hood that mounted on the wall, they would be running the tile up the side so that this way it looked more uniform and it wasn't a cutoff line. So Mm -hmm. it didn't look like tile, drywall, you know, and it it just looked better. But now, like, for instance, the one that we had completed over in Tempe not too long ago, we actually went back and did all of that, plus... They had a very tall ceiling, so what we did on the top of the cabinets to the, the crease in the corner with the wall and the ceiling meet, we did tile across the top of there too. So basically, it gave the appearance that every spot of that wall that would have had drywall is now tiled. And the only thing that's, stopping, like it, that's on the wall are the cabinets and the vent hood. And then things started changing. Tile shapes, if you've noticed over the last couple of years— tile ch- shapes have been changing they used to be you know way back in the day you know you used to be able to see like you see homes now that are older they're the older four inch dated squares mm-hmm. okay now they started getting bigger the, the, and, the, and when, there was like the six by nines and then there was the bigger 12 by 12s and 13s and then before you tile. know now they're <laughs> now they're like huge and and it's funny too because as Thinking about this, when people started doing changes like this, looking at it from a contractor's point of view with a quick sidebar here, thinking that as tile work got um, bigger, when tiles got bigger and the work had to be uh, changed a little bit, a lot of different things had to be reconsidered. First of all, some of the equipment that the tile cutters had didn't work anymore because you couldn't cut the tile because it was too big to cut it in certain lines to pass through because the arm wasn't big enough. So now you had to go out and get a bigger tile saw, so that we're able to handle like 16 inch and 20 inch pieces. Now, mm-hmm. you know, so now basically there. Once you get that done, then you always have another option. Okay, does it need to be does it need to be all like stacked square like it would be if you looked at a floor? No, they started doing brick patterns, and you do a brick pattern obviously with something like a oh, wait, maybe like a tile. six by twelve or subway tiles. Subway tiles are usually good that you could do some, a nice pattern there. But then you want to be able to, you know, depending on what, you're, what you like and what catches your eye, that's why I always suge- suggest that you go look online at different tile selections. And then if you, if you get an idea of some of the ones that you want to do, and if you have a design idea, go to the store, find the tiles, and lay some of it out because they will allow you to do it. And also take some samples home. Because mm-hmm. you could lay some of it out and see how, which I would highly recommend because you want to be able to make sure that you look um, at the tile in your own home's light. Yeah, because that's it's big di- it's different than if you go to a yeah. store. It
5: may look good in the morning with certain types of light, and then at nighttime when you have yeah. just the lights on, ah,
2: yeah. yuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's completely different. Then the other thing you consider is also a lot of the other things that uh, people are doing now, they love to be able to do geometric shapes geometric shapes in a lot of different tiles um not to mention what's on the tile but you can actually when you put them all together and and you have a um a um, a scene a or great, a design or something well yeah. yeah and you have a side but somebody that can can see the vision and do it well like uh az high-tech tile and stone like my tile contractors they could go back in and do a quality job to be able to go back and something like that I mean it's not just about laying a floor when you start doing backsplash work it's a little more I think there's a lot more finesse involved in actually doing that because you have to be cognizant of the pattern that you're laying down and you just can't start slapping walls up you know so those are things to consider one of the other things that are big on that we're working on right now up in uh, beautiful desert highlands and if you've if you've come <laughs> to Arizona, I would highly recommend that you go up to up north in Scottsdale and check out some of these really upscale homes. Desert Highlands is one of those areas. It's a gated community. And we're working on a home up there where we're going to be doing a complete kitchen remodel that actually um, is going to incorporate removing some walls and changing the configuration of the the, uh, kitchen, But also, they're going to change and do these basic huge wall window sliders, which is something that, uh, again, people are out in our uh, part of the country are like because you could just open these panels up. And some of them we were, I would say, the home uh, Tuesday night that actually was up on top of one of the high mountains uh, right off of uh, Lincoln and Tatum. For those of you who are familiar with mm-hmm. the area, and uh, it's way up on top of a hill, and you you can't. And there were so many people. It was a, a Scottsdale magazine, Scott, Scottsdale homeowner magazine photo shoot, and they all the professionals were welcome. You know there were a lot of interesting people up there that I met, but the most interesting thing that I saw is first of all getting to the top of the mountain where the house was, because you could only drive up halfway. And then they had shuttles running you from where you parked up to the top of the house. When you got to the top of the house, if you go on my Facebook page, on Steve Dubell Facebook page, you will see some of these pictures that I took from up there. it just just, from the pool area overlooking the valley with the mountains. You could see the uh, skyline of Phoenix off in the distance. It was just unbelievably magnificent. If it was a sunny day and the sun had been setting, it would have, that would have been the topper.
5: Yeah, the picture of that pool out on, onto the desert, yeah. that looked really good.
2: Yeah. But anyway, getting back to my point about the glass doors, these are things, this particular home had the opening. Okay, check this out, Dan. Okay. The opening was big, so big, it was at least, they were the windows had to be at least 10 foot tall, four feet wide, three panels each side. Whew. Three panels each side and they opened up three pushed one way, three pushed the other way. Hmm. So, uh, indoors outdoors. Indoor outdoors. So I mean that's what that's pretty much what, uh, what what made it look so ominous. You walk right outside from the great room and it, right outside is the pool and, and this great view. You can't go wrong.
3: I wouldn't want to clean those windows.
2: No, no. no definitely no. have that's a window a lot cleaner of work. come. In. Yeah. Definitely a window cleaner come in. But um, anyway, these are things that you want to be considered because you have to move some walls. Yeah, because people are enjoying the open concept more. And in
5: some of the older homes that people are buying don't have that. And right. they start thinking, well, when I move in, I'll just have, the, they'll, they just have this wall moved out and just have this done without thinking about is that a structural or a bearing wall? Well, you this know, is true. And, and then it, it starts catching up with them. They should have thought that through.
2: Well, this is true. Like the ones that we're going to be doing, we're going to have to change some headers out, put some new glue lambs in, you know, new glue lamb beams. Because, obviously, ups- in the upstairs bedroom, we have a slider, not quite as huge as the one I just described that we're going to be putting in. But, you know, again, you have to build a temporary wall. We have to have an engineer uh, give us the specs to put a new glue lamb in all across, and we're going to raise it up because there's only 80 inch doors in the one that's upstairs. We're putting eight foot doors in, so we need the header to be above because the glass is going to be ninety six. So we're going to have to move the header up, and you know, it's just a, it's a work in progress. But you know, things can be done again, like everything else. If the budget is there to be able to do it, we'll make it happen. That's right. You know, because that's going to be the view, and again, it's going to actually be able to, um, you know, look at look out and and see this huge nice area with this big patio outside with a new a new deck and everything else it's going to be beautiful and guess what the view they have of? one of the tee boxes at the at the golf course at Desert Highlands oh no which I, which is why I'd love to would love to set up a grass mat right outside by the spa and bring my driver out
5: <laughs> just
2: just aim it that way you know obviously when nobody's there but I want to see how far I can how far <laughs> we could hit would be awesome. How okay, anyway. so many times you get a hole in one?
3: Now I'm curious. <laughs> hey, how, no how far is the golf course from their windows?
2: <laughs> no, I could get there in one drive.
3: Okay. because yeah. I could get there in one drive. Think about it in the opposite direction. If you got someone on the golf course. No,
2: and, but the, 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 the fairway set up differently. It's okay, like, so yeah, they're, their windows. It's not, yeah, okay. They're, okay. they're okay. Unless
5: they're a super slicer, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, well let's put it this way. If somebody was on that tee box... They would have to hook it really, really bad. At least it, it, they would have to hook it from the tee box. It would have to go at, Almost at, behind at, at, 9 o'clock, <laughs> at 9 o'clock to be able to hit the window. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, it would really be bad. Cause you
3: especially know. the house being all windows. My,
2: my, yeah. If I was on the tee box, mine isn't that bad. Mine slices a little, but I'll, I'll be Okay. But we'll check that out. <laughs> we'll give you a complete golf report next week. All right, from the orange tree there <laughs> on you next go. week's show. If he
3: makes it after his birthday celebration. Oh
2: yeah. Well, you know, like they say, you know, well, uh, what, you know.
3: what happens on the golf course stays on the golf there course. There you go. All Whoa, right, that's very like good,
2: Robin. Yeah! Yeah! All right. No, and what happens after the golf course stays well, there uh,
3: too. Well, that stays at the compound. Well, that's right. That's or it. The it. Dominion at the Dominion. Dominion. Yeah, yes. the Dominion.
2: Soon, soon to be alive and well. under under the tutelage of yours truly. Uh, Anyway, thanks, Robin. Yes, it is scary. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to get more into some more 2019 home design trends. Don't go away.
0: Chances are when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better.
2: Sun,
3: rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Right Way Roofing. There's only one way, the right way.
0: Right Way Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagnos a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com.
2: Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny
0: homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen
2: to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network.
1: Oh, turning,
2: All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we're talking about 2019 home design trends and seeing where you want to go with some of the choices that you would like to make. Um, But we also want to take a moment out and uh, remind everybody that you could find us every week here on Star Worldwide Networks from 8 to 9 a.m. right where you're listening right now. And also you could check out our landing page at Star Worldwide Networks for Image Home Improvement Live, as well as the show homepage on our website for Improvementshow.com, where you have archived sh- uh, shows as well as some of the video work and our TV work that we've done. The one thing I want to also shout out to everybody and make sure you, if you haven't noticed our Facebook page um, with our uh, initial interview with our good friend Ben Bjornstad from Our Better Paths talking about how you can get involved in building your own real estate investing business. So I would surely urge you to check that video out as well as we're going to be good. It's actually, that is the first part of a four part uh, series that we're going to be talking about different things pertaining to real estate investing. So make sure you check that out on our Facebook homepage for uh, Steve Dubell and image home improvement live. Okay. So anyway... Steve, you see this? Yes.
5: That's, that's one of those miracle bathrooms where you have a destination tub, as they call it. And it's a whole room, almost like a, um, a, a, an atrium all by itself. that it just has the tub and some uh, some planters around it and uh, lots of rocks around it. So if you're barefoot, ooh, ooh, ooh. And, okay. uh, but it's absolutely gorgeous.
3: It's
2: very it's pretty. It's absolutely pretty. Again... Something that a designer could help you do if you don't have a vision for the way you would like it set up. I mean, you know what you want, but you don't know how to get there. And that's what the designers can actually do.
3: Yeah, I should have had a designer come in and design the shower when we did that on my old house because I feel bad for the guy that bought it (laughs) because if he ever has... A problem with the pipes in the shower. He's going to have to break the bench that my ex husband built over it with oh, block and no. tile. Yeah, oh, he, no. Because we took out the middle towel cabinet in the bathroom that was between the shower and the hot tub. And uh-huh. we made it like a double shower, twice the size with two shower heads instead of because we were both tall people.
5: Right. So
3: <laughs> he wasn't really thinking that plan out because the cabinet hid the pipes. Now the cabinet was gone. So, how do you hide the pipes when they're part of your new shower? Uh, he uh-huh. built a block and tile bench over it. Well, guess what?
5: <laughs> That's like my favorite when they have a uh, whirlpool tub yes. and they put granite in all the way around it and there's no access to the motor.
2: Oh, yeah, I hate when they do that. I just love that. Well, yeah, because no one, a lot of Because you can't don't, find
5: out if the yeah. outlets on a GFCI to be safe.
2: Oh. We had, funny you should mention that, we actually had a client several years ago that actually was. Um, he was a former NFL player, and he was living over in the East Valley. Is that the one I'm thinking about? Yep, yep. And they turned around, and we couldn't find the we leaks could, were we, everywhere. The leaks were everywhere, but we couldn't find access. They didn't made access to it because they just did everything. Now we had extra tile, so I actually had to use um, I actually had to use some of the, the uh, image home improvement wisdom for the last 28 <laughs> years. And, uh, uh. and surgically remove tile. Well, obviously, that piece broke, but I was able to get in. And, you know, and that piece, usually what they'll do is they'll do framing, then they'll do, you know, they'll do actually cement board or some kind of hardy backer, mm-hmm. and then do the tile. But no, this one had tile, hardy backer, and plywood. Oh. So it was, like, really difficult uh. to cut into and get it. But once I got in there, then we were able to get in there and be able to kind of, like, um, have some of Dan's see what home to, inspection magic. See what, Go in, look, and see exactly see, see, where the water's coming from.
5: See what connections we're leaking.
2: Yeah,
3: is that is that where the uh, happy homemaker can come in with a sledgehammer? Boom, boom, boom! Knock it all down. Uh, in fact, ah. you know,
2: I think it would have been easier if he would have used a sledgehammer in some <laughs> other areas of the house instead of using um, another another tool. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> And I
5: still think it would have been easier to come in through the stucco through the outside yeah.
2: wall because then he shouldn't have. He should, yeah. Well, that would have been the right way. Yeah, and then just put a hatch where you put the hole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's and, a good idea. Exactly. Actually. And i and I've seen people when we did a remodel going way back. That's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. So um, pretty incredible, pretty incredible. But uh, anyway, so getting back to the next part that we want to talk about is countertops. Now countertops. Are a little bit uh, different. Obviously, some of the normal, and I say normal, meaning track homes.
5: Okay, it's w- counterintuitive.
2: Right, exactly, <laughs> but they used uh, they use different types of formica countertops, a laminate countertop, to be able to. And, and I granted, the laminates have gotten to be more interesting, we'll say, than they have been over the years because they they've tried to take laminates and make them look more like a higher end granite that's right that has some kind of movement or design in it rather okay? than
5: the baby blue countertops
2: yeah, oh <laughs> oh please uh. oh now that deserves a sledgehammer that's right yeah absolutely
3: even the split pea greenish yellow well, ones the from the sick the 70s, baby diaper color yes you're dating
2: yourselves guys you're dating yourself I and I just as bad along with honestly. the whitewash cabinets yes uh. well yeah absolutely or the mauve cabinets <laughs> yeah, or were orange, those remember were, the orange shag carpet? Those were oh. all over the world when I moved to Arizona. Everybody had mauve cabinets. And it was like the rage because really? everybody was trying. Yeah. Here? Yeah, everybody oh, yeah. was trying. to. The track home I bought when I first moved to Arizona, mauve cabinets. And I thought it was really cool because I'm like, oh, wow, it's not some kind of darker stained color or even a light wood kind of coloring. It's completely different. Then years set in and we realized that you know the finger poles wear out, and now there's marks on there, and you could go back and fix them, and then they wear out again. I mean, it's like and then everybody was like, "Can we just get rid- Can we just paint them and just get rid yeah, of them?" Yeah. You know that covers everything up. You know, but anyway, as far as countertops go, the biggest choices that are that have been for several years now, obviously, are granite and quartz. Quartz has, got, uh, quartz has actually gotten to be more, I think, uh, prevalent as prices fluctuate between granite and quartz, as, as uh, quartz prices were at pretty much at a certain level. And they might have come down a little, but the granite prices have come up. So now people are looking to see, okay, which one do I really like? They're both good, but you know, there's, there's a little more maintenance. And when I say a little more, I'm not talking about a whole lot. To take care of a granite top versus a quartz top, so but for the most part, if you go to any fabricator, they'll tell you it doesn't really make much difference to uh do certain things except you can't do a a chiseled edge on a piece of quartz. you could only do it on a piece of granite right okay, if you like that type of that rough that rough feel, edge yeah. you can't do it on quartz because we had a customer that was over here way over in in Gold Canyon about two years ago that had picked out quartz. They were real gun-ho. Yeah, I want this. Okay, and I said, okay, by the way, what what edge detail do you want? And then he said, well, I want a chiseled edge. And I'm like, first of all, chiseled edge, or is it meant to be made? It really, I mean, you can put it anywhere, but they're recommending not to put it in the kitchen. Yeah. Because you could always Too get much traffic. Too much traffic, and you get caught on it. You know, you could rip a piece of, uh, of sensitive, delicate clothing if you're brush up against it. You know, so the edge is not recommended, not to mention the material, you can't do it. So you got to do it on granite. So she had to make an alternate choice and do it on granite. But mm-hmm. in, a, in essence, you could pick out, you know, anything when it comes to your countertop. But I would suggest if you're redoing your whole kitchen, think about, well, how am I supposed to make this work? Do you want to do, um, you know, how do, how do the colors go to fit together? I would go back out and pick out a stain color for your cabinet and then see between that and the floor and then pick the countertop. And then you could go, once you get all those the way you want it, then you can go back and say, okay, well, let me, we'll do a backsplash and we'll figure out what kind of design you want for backsplash because it, it, it all gels together. You want something to jump out at you when you walk in the kitchen so it has that wow factor, but you don't want it to jump out at you and say, Oh my God, What the hell were they thinking? Because it looks <laughs> ugly. You don't want anybody to do that. You want them to have "Wow factor. Your, your eyes go like to something like a countertop, and then everything else just complements. If the countertop is big and you've got like a huge island, to that's how you want to make it look. When you walk in, countertop jumps out at you and the cabinets and backsplash, and everything kind of blends in, and you really can give them like a really nice wow. That somebody design this really well?
5: Yeah, you want more than just wow. You want yeah. compliments, yeah. not just oh.
2: Yeah, and it's all about, <laughs> it's all about color. And low maintenance yeah. too. Yeah, color, low maintenance. So that's why, again, it's so important that if you have a designer, that the homeowner, the designer, and the contractor are all on the same page. And even if they're not, that they could give the homeowner input so they can make a decision. On which way they want to go. So that's, that's so important.
5: And then also make sure the kitchen does function. Because you can have all the great ideas in the world, but if you can't walk into the kitchen and function well to be able to make a meal, what did you do?
2: What did you do? You made a mistake and you better start. <laughs> Calling mm-hmm. calling out for takeout in pizza. <laughs> yes. That's all you can do. Do that's it all, right
3: the first time. I can't even
5: yeah. get to the microwave. No. You know, <laughs>
2: that's what they have DoorDash for now. Oh. Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs> pizza and Wings night.
2: Pizza and Wings night. All right. Hang tight. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back with more Image Home Improvement
0: Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' Three Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom?
4: JCPenney in-home custom window treatments.
1: For over 50 years, customers have turned to the decorating experts at JCPenney's for quality custom window treatments that complement their style, decor, and budget. From energy efficient
4: shades and cordless shutters to blackout draperies, privacy blinds, and decorative hardware, our decorating consultants work with you one-on-one to bring your vision to light.
1: With over 9,000 unique patterns, colors, plus countless more textures and materials, we can transform any window into a functional an inspirational view that's like any other
4: beautiful custom windows in four simple steps schedule your appointment we consult we design and then we install
0: to schedule your in-home appointment today in the phoenix and tucson area call rainbow Wheeland at 480-340-0659 that's 480-340-0659 and together we will create a view that is so you Sometimes you start a project with great intentions and then it keeps getting bigger and nothing makes sense and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? We will, we will Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional 623-580-0901 or imagehomeimprovement.com.
3: This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live.
1: Someone help me. It's
2: me All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we're starting our month of March with, um, as they say, a pang and some cupcakes here at the station. <laughs> the birthday edition, back at edition. the old Radio Ranch, <laughs> which um, you know. It, Dan, you know what those those cupcakes remind me? You know, with the sprinkles on top. What's that? You see that new com- that new Geico commercial where they hit they hit oh they hit the saucer and then they hit and sprinkles they, and they hit sprinkles. That's what the sprinkles came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it, how stupid can you be? I
3: was just thinking fairy dust or confetti.
2: Well, yeah. But I mean, it was colored. I mean, and then the guys, and then they show the guy with his mouth open trying to catch him. I mean, you know, <laughs> so who thinks these things up?
3: Um, a bunch of guys sitting in a boardroom making a lot more money than the three I, of us I put together. Think oh, I think,
2: yeah. and I think they just, maybe they did it during a happy hour. They had to. They did it at a happy hour.
3: At a Mexican restaurant with uh, chips and salsa and lots of margaritas. See, you know how that thing goes. Or
5: know, they were sitting there at an uh, ice cream place and they watched the soft serve come out and saw the sprinkles. Okay. I said, wait a minute.
3: Because I was thinking more like the pinata at the Mexican restaurant. But I like <laughs> Dan's idea better. Well.
5: Sitting there watching all that soft serve come out of the machine going, you know
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the wrong business, got, guys. I don't
2: know, guys. <laughs> Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Don't go into the design business, okay? Oh, I can't. Okay. Okay. Oh,
3: no, I don't want no part of that. Okay.
2: No. Now. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things, everything we're talking about, kitchens and designs and stuff. Um, and, and Dan brought up a very good point, which I thoroughly agree with him on, about having a functional kitchen, especially if you're redesigning everything. I had a lady we actually went to the other day. She wants to actually redesign her kitchen, and she wants to move this here and move the sink over here. And then, Dan, what do you think my first question was when she said she wanted to move the sink?
5: Oh, <laughs> How much do you have to change the plumbing?
2: Well, well. Because you have you, to change you know the know drain plumbing if it goes change, too far, yeah. But, but it, it's related. What do you think was the first thing I asked them?
5: What's your budget?
2: No, well, <laughs> that, that got asked too, but that's not what the first question was. The first question was, do you have a post-tension slab? Because if you have oh, a post-tension no. slab, all that goes out the window. And well, guess no, what? No, you
5: put the whole kitchen up on a six-inch platform so you can move everything, put everything underneath. I'm glad I'm the contractor. That's all
2: I say. I'm glad I'm the contractor and you're you the pull, inspector. You, you
5: can pull what that one builder did for all those bathrooms and put a false floor up. Oh, uh, did, did he have any medication this morning?
3: I thought maybe he got into the cupcakes. Too I, think, much I, think he,
2: I think he got into the cupcakes a little. There must have been nope. something in here. <laughs> Why are, wait, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we're not putting the kitchen up on a platform. No, we can't do it. The the the. The manifold has to stay where it is. Oh, boy. So, which is not a big deal. I mean, they're only talking about, you know, they wanted to move it to the island. And, and I said, no, just leave it here. We'll design around the things that you can't move. You know, yeah. and one of the things that a lot of people are doing now that have high ceilings, besides color, is what they, going. just dropping back to cabinets here for a minute, is if you have a, a 30-inch cabinet, uh, upper cabinet, or even a 42. If you have more upper space above that, some people are in there redesign their cabinetry. They'll have a 42 or a 30, but they'll have another short 12-inch cabinet on top of it. So those are for those things that you have in the kitchen that you really don't want to ever touch much, but they're storage, and a lot of times they'll put glass doors in them. So they're, they're put up there for decor purposes only besides some storage, but they'll put it up there so that it looks really nice. So those are things that, to, uh, that you have options of doing. If And some people don't like that space up there anyway because it's a dust collector. Mm-hmm. So why not, if you have it in your budget, you create something that's, and now that's a wow factor because when you walk into cabinets, besides whatever design you have, whether it's a shaker door or something, recess panel, whatever it is, something that, big and magnanimous would really stand out when you look at it. So, you know, you have all these things that are, that look like they go together. Again, they have to go together. You can't just throw stuff in there and just say, well, I like this. I like that. They may not go well together. Okay. Case in point. Again, a lot of people are doing not just different color cabin, uh, different color countertops, like, the island color different than the rest of the ca- the uh, countertops in the kitchen but they're also doing a mixture of cabinet colors where in one of the big cabinet colors that people are getting into now is black believe it or not they <clears throat> like black mm-hmm. black goes real well if it's near stainless steel so that's if really- you have a real fancy vent hood that's stainless steel with a black cabinet next door then you go in there and you pick out a complimentary backsplash tile to actually make it all pop. That's right. When you walk in, then that's good again. um, And we did talk about different types of style sizes and different types of designs. But then on the other hand too, you still have the option depending on the configuration of the tile to be able to do it on a 45 or do, do a stack stone or like a stack look like a brick pattern and do an accent stripe or area in the middle with tile that accents it, and put that on an, a forty-five degree angle and do it. So there's a lot of lot of different things that you could do, all depending on what you really like to uh, to to get into. So you got to think about that.
5: Yeah, because sometimes they you know do the opposite color for the island, and then they have the rest of the cabinets you know a monochrome color, <laughs> and I've seen. I swear some of these islands can be a continent. They're so big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they're absolutely. huge.
2: Yeah, I mean here for instance, you know, here's a color combination that really that really works and explains what I'm saying. If you pair black cabinets with white walls, backsplashes and countertops and it just gives that high sophisticated contrast look. And then that's what that's what you're trying to get. I mean, those are the colors if you don't like something Warm and rustic, where you get into wood tones and stuff like that, and you have something like this that is more modern and contemporary, then this is this is the way to go. But again, you want to be able to go back and, and please make sure these decisions that we're talking about and these changes cannot be done like overnight. These are things that you've got to consider and research and then look at and then put them together and then obviously, if you like them, or if you have that interior designer that you can consult with them, they'll come out. And again, I can't stress enough, make sure if you're going to look at materials, get samples. Samples mm-hmm. are gonna help you in a lot of different ways. You see what the colors look like in your own lighting, the texture of what they look like and how they go with your furniture and, uh, and other things. So it's, it's important that you, make those, that you make those decisions. And then getting into it, if you do have a home that you're actually remodeling, Think about what you want to do with lighting because the lighting's going to be a big a big mm-hmm. difference especially now you know if you've got some of that old older um, incandescent well incandescent <laughs> lighting but also so, some of those old surface mounted directional can lights spotlights those you, things need to go away and then get some LED lighting specifically and you won't need as many lights in LED lighting as you would put in if you were doing regular lighting,
5: or you have those lifted up uh, areas where they put in the, you know, the fluorescent lights across the inside of the thing, and there's plastic underneath it, and it just radiates a dull glow. That's like that's <laughs> like
2: if you want to have a little fun with it. That, that's like a kitchen pinata. <laughs> there you go. If you, if you want to demo it, you just take a bat or a stick or a broom handle. Okay. And you just knock it out because it's going to go away.
5: Yeah, it's got to go, go away. You got
2: to go away because you can't have that up in your ceiling anymore. Years ago, you know, they started. The dome they, kit. Yeah. They did that. And then they did the dome kit, which the dome kit wasn't bad because it made it a little more classier. And then the they added the ceiling fans. fan in the middle of it. Then it yeah. started getting a little little out of hand. And then they put a skylight above it. Yeah, and then it just needs to go away. It just needs to go away and not <laughs> ever happen. You know, it's just like, again, trying to overthink something that worked at one time in its current design. But, you know, sometimes you can't improve on a design. It was, it was good the first time around.
5: And the problem is with some of those is they actually used it for air conditioning duct to go around the rooms from
2: the kitchen. Well, is it that, is it that special? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare to me.
2: Okay. You know, and then on the other hand, too, you know, one of the other things, you know, uh, the the shapes of the islands mm-hmm. that you put inside of a kitchen do, does not necessarily have to be square or rectangle Mm-mm. most of them in the past are rectangle however you could do some interesting shapes they don't have to be that way as long as the configuration that you're doing is you know fits with the size of the room and make sure that your spacing between the different areas of cabinetry is good and a lot of times they try in some of these bigger homes where you can do that, you're going to have at least three and a half to four feet between the island cabinet and the and the wall cabinet. Right. Okay. Which allows you think about this because when you have that kind of space, it allows you to actually. In one of the things that in tighter kitchens, um, or as Dan affectionately says, oh. "one butt kitchen." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that if you open up the. Dishwasher door, and that just hanging out that you can't walk around it when it's open. That's right. Because you got it loaded from the side. Yeah, the old galley kitchens. Yeah, the old galley kitchens. So that's the one thing that, you know, you can do only so much with a galley kitchen if the walls are the way they are and you can't blow, make them bigger, you know, because nothing would be better than blow out part of it to be able to open up and and extend it into that living room and make that one big, you know, special great room. Yeah, right. Which, the open concept Yeah, thing. open concept. So that's something you need to, you need to think about. But again, um, that's one of the things that we actually need to think about. And it all goes together when you have the right people doing it, the right designer, the right contractor, and, and the right contractor is right in front of your face. <laughs> Yours truly. All right. We're gonna take a short break, and obviously we've got to we've got to move move on to some more birthday festivities.
3: It's time to end the show, dude. Did I know, I know. That's to what I was I'm saying. saying. Time to head it's for the birthday. Break. Time, time yeah. to head to the
2: golf course. Oh,
3: that's what he's talking we about. We gotta yeah. get I out he of meant here. To another commercial we, break. No, yeah, we've no, gotta get out
2: of here. Go. Tea time is coming quick. We need that's to get right. out of here, <laughs> and we want to thank thank everybody for listening today, and all our fans out there. And please make sure you check out our web pages. Facebook pages, and make sure you checked out that video with uh, myself and Ben Bjortstead regarding you want to start a new career, check out our beginning of our series, Investor um, Education, and that's basically what it is. Can't just do it on your own and just, flipping your house is a lot more than just the remodel work. It's about getting there, and this is what it's all about. This is what we're all going to teach you, so make sure you check us out. You can always email me at steve.imagehome, at Yahoo.com, and we'll uh, get you all connected. And uh, guys, thanks so much, and you know I appreciate all the birthday stuff <laughs> coming my way. And you know maybe we'll take some golf. You know maybe we'll take some of those kids to the golf course. That would be interesting. There you go. Do we oh not do it? Well, you know, But we're going to get them out of the way before we hit the 19th hole.
3: Beer and cupcakes. That sounds Beer. really interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a fraudy combination. Woo-hoo! Beer and cupcakes. <laughs> Beer. All right. <laughs> and we want to remind everybody, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program.
0: Resistance is futile.
2: We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great
1: American. I
2: love
0: you.
1: we well, moving on.